Welcome to KW Conversations, where we discuss the workforce and education issues that matter in the Louisville region. This show is brought to you by Kentuckiana Works, the region's Workforce Development Board. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Kentuckiana Works KW Conversations. My name is Angela Wilson, and I am the Adult Program Director for Kentuckiana Works. Today, we are going to talk about the Office of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, and how workers can advocate for themselves using this particular department. So I would like to get started and introduce a special guest we have today. His name is Trent Fenley. Trent Fenley is the Director of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion for Metro United Way. He is a lifelong Louisvillian. Trent is not only a leader within his organization, but within the community. He is the founder of the Newburgh Legacy Chess Club, a U.S. Chess Club, a U.S. Chess Federation affiliate, and also the head coach of Newburgh School's chess team. Formerly a licensed financial professional, Trent is passionate about teaching financial literacy throughout the community. Welcome, Trent. Thank you. Thank you, Angela. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So let's really just jump right into the conversation. I mentioned that you were the Director of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion for Metro United Way. Tell me a little bit, what is your job duties? What does your day look like every day? Sure. So... Uh, like you said, um, I work for Metro United Way, um, a, a dynamic community impact organization. Uh, Metro United Way is a force for positive change in the community. Um, we work to identify and address the community's most pressing problems. Um, those are the issues that people don't always like to talk about and the ones that count, uh, the, the ones that uh, can't be solved overnight. Um, I work in our equity department as director of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And some of my uh, duty, well, I guess my role itself is about providing leadership and oversight of Metro United Way's uh, strategic direction. Um, I am there to infuse an equity lens throughout the internal and external work led by the organization. I work alongside our chief um, equity officer, Daryl Unseld, and uh, some of my duties include providing oversight and um, consultation to the implementation of uh, our equity statement. Um, I facilitate and provide administrative support to our Black Male Achievement Initiative um, and some of the other initiatives that we have um, and other partnerships that we have. I provide leadership and direction uh, internally to our Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee. Uh, so I, I oversee that committee and uh, I develop and, and deliver diversity, equity, and inclusion training. Um, so I help facilitate and coordinate those trainings um, just to make sure that our organization is committed to a culture of belonging. Um, and, you know, I serve as community, a community engagement liaison as well um, when, we're, when we're talking about working alongside our external partners. So it's, that role is comprised of, of quite a bit, and perhaps uh, one of the most important parts of my role um, is coordinating with HR, collaborating with HR, just to make sure that we are operationalizing uh, equity internally. 
So that actually leads to the to the next question I had is um, talk a little bit more about what that look that work looks like between um, your office and human resources. Sure. <clears throat> so our equity work at Metro United Way actually um, it goes back um, you know it goes back a couple of years. We really have um, sort of infused a, a new way to go about impact. And a lot of that um, is comprised of, of HR and equity and our partnership together within the organization. We came up with the, or we, um, I guess, revised and tried to perfect our equity statement. So that was sort of a joint project with HR and equity. But I guess um, to, to best answer your question, we collaborate on both policy um, and recruitment. Those are two very important elements. Mm -hmm. um, and with, with policy, we, we both review our uh, current policies and make sure that, they're, uh, that, that they can be improved. We also think about some of the unwritten policy or, or new policy that needs to be implemented just to uh, infuse equity into our organization. Um, and then as far as recruitment, that's a big piece. We wanna ensure that there is a diverse and cross-functional uh, interview, you know, interview panels and interview processes to make sure that we have a diverse um, staff. Uh, we take a look and uh, we look at our uniform list of questions and interviews and make sure that those are, are on point as far as the language. Um, we, we use a common uh, rubric for evaluating candidates. Um, we uh, collaborate to conduct initial phone interviews and, and uh, the equity department is in on that process as well. Um, so the partnership between equity and HR goes very deep, but it's very, very important. Absolutely. And as you were mentioning that, you know, thinking about the job seeker, right? And so thinking about the job seeker and they're looking for a, a place to call home it seems like trying to research the organization and seeing if they do have, what's their stance on diversity um, and inclusion is, would definitely be a good place for them to start, right? Because it, it, it lets people know in the community that you guys are being very intentional, right? That this um, organization is trying to be very welcoming and um, very inclusive. So, um, if someone's interested in working at Metro United Way, knowing that there's a department to ensure that people are thinking about this all day long, that we wanna make sure that we are tapping the best talent and not only in recruiting, but when you come into a space that it is an inclusive space for you. Um, I wanted to ask you about your um, diversity committee you said that you have internally. How is that structured um, and how are employees par um, part of that particular committee and process? Sure. So, like I said, I oversee our diversity, equity, and inclusion committee. Mm -hmm. And that is uh, comprised of around nine or 10 uh, staff. And, you know, we wanted to make sure that we have, of course, diverse representation on that committee. Um, so as far as um, race, uh, gender, uh, cultural uh, back background, um, we want it to be as diverse as possible. And I feel like that we have accomplished that. 
uh, that committee, we actually had a strategic planning retreat uh, at the beginning of the year. Uh, we came up with our mission and vision as a committee. Uh, we did some, some strength um, analysis, uh, strength uh, opportunity um, analysis, and then we came up with strategic directions for the year. With those strategic directions, we, we have uh, goal-related objectives that go along with those, uh, mission-related objectives. And so we really just laid out our plan for the year to operationalize equity internally and for this committee to be looked at as the experts when it comes to diversity and inclusion. Uh, we meet on a monthly basis and um, you know, we bring various, uh, various issues and various um, goals and objectives to those monthly meetings uh, just to make sure that we're staying sort of in line with what those strategic directions are for the year. Um, so in this heightened time that we're in right now, right, um, a lot of African Americans and people of color are being asked to kind of step up and step into these conversations <laughs> um, and um, participating in various committees. Um, what would you, what would be some of the benefits or how would you, um, What advice would you give someone that's being asked to participate um, in such conversations? So my, my advice would be to prepare yourself. Uh, and this, is, this goes for both organizations who are preparing to step into this work. And um, to answer your question, individuals, uh, it's to prepare yourself to serve. Um, you want to prepare for the the process of having the conversations, the tough conversations. So you really want to inform yourself, educate yourself. And that's really um, an ongoing process. You want to prepare for the content of those conversations that you may have. And then as far as getting started, you want to make sure that you um, that you work on your, your language and your analysis of whatever issue that you're approaching. Um, there are ways, you know, and, and as far as ways to do that, there are key um, books and resources and online resources, training resources that you can take a look at. Um, but more than anything, it's about that, that preparation and understanding what your goal is and just the, the process that's going to take that it's going to take to get from where you are to where you want to be in the, in the future and be very clear about that. I definitely love just um, the advice of preparing yourself, right? Because you are going to have some tough conversations um, mm -hmm. in some openly um, safe spaces. And so um, are you able to provide um, some specific resources at this time? If not, um, be happy to provide that at the end of this um, conversation. Sure. Yeah, I'll link oh. it, put it in the comment section. Well, this is an excellent place to mention um, our equity work in Metro United Way on our actual site, we have uh, an equity and justice. We have a page um, that is dedicated to equity and justice. And it has many, many resources there uh, to educate yourself, um, just to explore, develop um, just a, a better lens for yourself when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, we also have a speaker series 
Beyond Buzzword Speaker Series. This past month, we had Tim Wise. Um, before the pandemic, we had Edgar Villanueva. Uh, and then coming up next month, we've got Michael Eric Dyson um, coming. So those are excellent opportunities to sort of dive into that material. I also would encourage, um, I guess, my favorite books, The Color of Law uh, by Richard Rothstein is an excellent resource. Um, Stamped from the beginning. Uh, that's an excellent uh, resource. I believe that's by Ibram um, Kendi. Uh, online resources, racialequitytools.org. Um, and yeah, like I said, go to that, that uh, equity and justice page, Metro United Way is set up. There are many, many resources that you can take a look at there that will really ground you in um, you know, going deeper when it comes to the equity conversation. Fantastic. Um, you had me at um, Michael Eric Dick um, Dyson. <laughs> yeah, look, really looking forward to that one. Yes, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so um, with your um, broad experience, um, and it definitely sounds like um, the work you're doing is poised um, internally and externally. Um, could you tell me one or two things that employees have been reluctant to come to you about, even though that's why you and your office is there? Sure. So we've, uh, you know, in Metro United Way, we have dove deep uh, when it comes to diversity and inclusion, um, you know, getting it right internally, um, bringing, you know, this, this conversation to our external partners. And so that, um, that consists of many, you know, many different steps. And so we have training internally, we have, um, you know, projects and research, um, we have resources for our employees. Even though we have all that, it's still a really tough conversation a lot of times. And we talk about reluctance to come to me. You know, I would say that we've come a long way um, but, you know, I think it, it's, it, it could be tough at a time like this for our white brothers and sisters as far as their comfortability with, um, with these sort of conversations, um, just the feeling of, you know, being trampled on or that guilt, um, those types of things. And I would say that months ago, um, there was very little communication when it, when it came to that even though I'm there as a resource, but that's that's really changed. And we we've, we've got a diversity and inclusion training series that we call it's leading in color that we collaborated with Catapult Consulting on, and we had that series going on. And uh, one way that we've sort of made that more made it more comfortable for the, the feedback to come is that we have uh, completely anonymous um, feedback resources where employees can fill out an evaluation. It does not identify who they are, um, but those, uh, those evaluations come to us in the equity department. It helps us to improve on our um, equity initiatives, but then also it gives the employees an, um, a chance to give open-ended responses as well. So um, it's really opened up the dialogue. It's really improved uh, us as an organization, and I think it's made our employees feel more comfortable as well. Wonderful. Um, so what advice, so 
we talked about your organization and, and some other organizations um, have a separate D, um, diversity um, department. But um, what if an employee is working at a place um, and there's not a separate department, po uh, possibly just a HR department, and they are interested in um, starting the conversation or maybe a committee, right? Is there something small um, or a bit of advice you can give someone um, so they could bring that to their employer or maybe just a few things that um, they could use as a resource to kind of start those conversations within their organization? What, it, what would be the basics to start to have a conversation about diversity or equity? Sure. So I'll start by saying that when it comes to uh, DE&I, diversity, equity, and inclusion, for any organization, from yeah, for any organization, diversity is there. It's already there. Okay. Because diversity is simply our differences. It's what makes us unique as individ individuals. Um, however, equity and inclusion are something totally different. And I would say at this point in, in the year 2020, if a company or an organization is not focused on diversity, equity, and inclusion, um, you are um, setting yourself up for failure, whatever that may look like. And so if an individual or if an organization is looking to take a first step or to, to get into the basics when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion, first you have to understand that equity is the intentional inclusion of everyone in society. Um, equity is achieved when um, systemic, institutional, and historical barriers based on race, gender, sexual orientation, and other identities um, are dismantled and no longer predict outcomes when it comes to education, economics, health. So, um, you know, for my role, that means infusing an equity lens throughout the internal and external work led by the organization, like I said before. But if you're getting, if someone's getting started in this work, some, some basic steps that you want to either suggest or you want to implement would be to um, first ground the case for change in your mission and values, whether that's an internal committee or whether that's an organization as a whole. Um, so if you're taking that to leadership, you wanna make sure that you ground that case for change in the mission and values. You wanna let them know how there's gonna be a return on investment um, if, you, if you go down that equity road. And really this is about investing in people. It's, in, it's investing in their goals and aspirations and not um, you know, focusing on their differences and their, um, you know, their disparities or their deficiencies. You want to ground the case for change. You want to build build a team and map out uh, your process. You know, getting from where you are now to where you would like to be. You want to bring the champions together. So you want to bring together um, a team that, that is is uh, committed and dedicated in launching that process. Like I said a couple of questions ago, you want to prepare yourself. Definitely prepare yourself. Ground yourself in uh, some of the fundamentals and, and uh, some of those learning resources. And then you want to build, um, you know, shared shared language and analysis as you're going forward through that process. That kind of gives you just a start, but this is uh, this is all about investing in people, and it's it's going to improve um, individuals. It's going to develop you personally, but it's also going to improve your organization as a whole. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, 
So just during our conversation, um, our listeners had a chance to learn about what a successful diversity, equity, and inclusion um, um, department and office looks like, right? Um, they also had a chance to learn about um, really defining what um, DE&I really is, right? The differences of them. Um, there was an opportunity to learn about some of the benefits of participating in these um, wonderful, colorful conversations. Um, and also you gave some great advice about um, how to build and start those conversations within an organization if it's already not existing. So I wanna say thank you so much for your time today. Um, I'm sure our job seekers and our employees gathered a lot of great information, very um, specific resources to prep them for these conversations um, with people um, in their workplace. So I wanna say thank you. Was there anything else that you wanted to add to the conversation before we close today? No, I just wanna say thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for your willingness to to open up and, and have this conversation, um, you know, I guess, you know, in, in order to bring awareness, but then to also uh, help job seekers, um, uh, you know, what to prepare for and, and, and how to go about this tough conversation. So thank you for that. Thanks for having me. And um, definitely, I would encourage people to visit metrounitedway.org, look at that equity and justice page. And um, I look forward to, to partnering with you in the future. Absolutely. And to those that are listening um, or watching us continue this conversation, join us in the comment sections um, of whatever social media platform you're watching this. Thank you for joining. Have a good day. Thanks for tuning in to KW Conversations. Visit KentuckianaWorks.org to find labor market data, resources for job seekers and employers, and much more.